Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street The leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quite a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road And Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. All right. Let's do this. Good morning, everybody. This is the Outdoor Zone. You're tuned in to the number one outdoor show on radio. If you're tuned into this channel right now, it's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but it's exactly where we want to be right now. It's actually a bunker under the ground right now. So I have brought pine needles to continue filling the rooftop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, and smell good. Make you it remember smell that, good that place? Way. You remember that place when we went out and looked at that piece of property at, like a couple months ago, and that guy had buried that Connex? No, you went and looked at it. I think I wasn't there. Oh, maybe John Michael was with me. But anyway, the guy had buried a Connex, and he'd got all the you know it was his bunker, and you couldn't tell from on top of the ground. He just had like. You know, some old junk laying around and stuff. Oh, but, well, no, I was there. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. he just He had, wouldn't like, let us go down there. No, he didn't want us in there. <laughs> no. No, it's over there. You yeah, it's full there. of a But now we know where it is. It's yeah. on my, I marked it on my GPS. Yeah, well, good luck. I don't think I want to be near that guy's <laughs> Coming property. Coming in. Coming in. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse or at a undisclosed bunkhouse. It's... Uh, the number one show on radio, outdoor show on radio. I'm TJ Granny. That's Cody Ryan. Good morning, everybody. Beefsteak is in the house. Oh, yeah. And Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets uh, to the ranch ahead of us, makes sure the gate gets open, the old potbelly stove gets fired up. And he, too, is sequestered in a secret location that we can't tell you about. But uh, well, we'd have to kill you. We don't get to see him either. That's no. the problem. But we know he's there. We think. He's like a could guardian a, angel. Could be Just a virtual out there. A we, virtual uh, good image morning. of him. Good morning, man. <laughs> Road Rash is a uh, as a guardian angel. Can you see him with little wings flying around? No, no, you don't no. see he would that. Need, he would need big wings. Big wings, <laughs> like a little cherub, like a big cherub, <laughs> with uh, that white. He's a grown garb. a grown man. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh man! Our, 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 our breaks weren't good. Yeah, that, <laughs> pretty good for this. We morning. almost got. Anyway, good morning, everybody. We're so honored to be here. Glad to be here. Glad to be live with you. Uh, are we all within uh, international code on separation of uh, 
Six feet, six We're, feet. Metric, put your arm out. Don't touch my hand. Metrically, I think out. we are. I'm going to zip up my jacket. It's cold. You're a little close to it me. It is it's cold. cold. Man, I'll tell you what. You know, we're we're out in our steel bunker, 331 <laughs> foot of luxurious living, four tires, uh, living in an RV. And we're east of Austin about an hour, and it dropped down to 44 last night. At no kidding. 5 a.m. Uh, the night before last, it dropped to 44. Last night was only 49. And I learned a very valuable lesson about where Steel. my heater is in the RV, how it operates, how you take it all apart, no. the parts and pieces. <laughs> At 5 a.m. yesterday morning, I wake up. Uh, it is 59 degrees inside. And it's not supposed to be that way. It's a little cold for comfortable living conditions Dude, with a wife and a one-and-a-half-year-old. So <laughs> Electric blanket. You've got to go that way, man. No, not yes. electric blanket. Yep. What if What if the apocalypse hits? <laughs> Who's then he? Snuggle. What do you, you just snuggle. Then you don't, what, your electric blanket doesn't work. So <laughs> I got up and went to uh, the farmhouse where we have all of our stuff stored and luckily i had one small electric heater in the farmhouse and uh so i get there so it's five o'clock in the morning it's dark it's raining the it's 59 degrees inside of the rv so i get up at five i'm cold i'm like i gotta do something the wife's not gonna be happy she's over there yeah, freezing no, this is the whole yeah this the is baby has our blankets our big blankets so it's just us you know in this sheet and freezing that's not good you know <laughs> and so i i uh go to the farmhouse it's four miles down the road the property that we're building on i go four miles down the road i open up the farmhouse it's dark i grab the what i thought was the heater drive back to the to the RV <laughs> it's like what a was nail. it a trolling nail. go to go to plug it in and realize oh this is just a fan <laughs> so i get back that's worse i go okay. back out yeah that make uh. things worse <laughs> you crank on a fan 59 degree weather cranking on you so Sand i get back in Sanderwood. yeah yeah so i get in i get back in the truck drive back to the farm come back Plug in the heater, and, you know, it works mildly well. I mean, it, it definitely, by morning time, it was it was bearable inside. But, uh, you know, by the time everybody got up, it was bearable. But i got um, a potbelly stove you can stick what, in there, buddy. What, were you out of propane? or you Well, no, I guess I, I got about a third. So I got two propane tanks in the RV, and I guess I was down to a third and the pressure was I, it too just, low yeah it wouldn't light yeah you and gotta go out and rub them real once real i got it lit with the new one i switched it over right. yesterday once i got it lit with the new one i could go back to the old tank and burn some more and i did that till uh the, during the day till or, or yesterday afternoon by the time i figured it out because it poured down rain all day right i couldn't go outside and just right. stand there right. and i mean and if it HGB, didn't work then i'd be really HGB, cold you would have <laughs> uh, yeah, it'd have been what? really cold if I would have tried to do it then. I thought I I waited till yesterday afternoon till the rain stopped, and and finally 
took it all apart and fit, you know and i had a buddy there with me looking at it and we were trying everything don't twist that twist this i already tried that you know and finally got it to crank on and once it got started then i switched back over last night to the old tank so i could burn off more right. of that fuel but right. i think it just had to warm up you know so so that is n uh, not a <sighs> common situation I've well i i read 7,000 <laughs> posts on Facebook and videos. What you have to do is you, to, so, yeah. uh, you strip tank. down naked, and then you just bear hug the propane tank, and you make it heat up a little bit. It expands the gas. How come everything that you have to do All you do is eat sausage is and naked. expands you're the gas. when you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can wear your underwear. No, I've, I've done that same thing happens at the glamper. Yeah. And so, yeah. We just switched. Isn't tank. that kind of weird? You get a slow, when your tank is low, yeah, for whatever reason, and then what I do it still is, has a third in it. I know, so. but what I do then is I take it out back and I use it for the grill. Yeah, and yeah. I just well, that was the confusing part is the inside stove and oven on everything still, still works. works. Right, I know. But I know. but I got it to crank up, and then I switched back to the low tank because it was all kind of warmed up, you know, and would light. Switch back to the low tank until and dark. And then I went back there and switched yeah. it to the full tank so to make good. it through yeah. the night. Yeah, swap back and forth a little bit. It was 72 degrees last night uh, uh, in, inside. That's comfy. And that's real comfy. Oh, and TJ you'd and be I turning did... your air conditioner to 72 oh if gosh. it was summer. I'd be turning lower than that. But, but the wife, of course, I, I think I'd. You know, scared her from the night before. She was like, "It's freezing in here." I'm like, "It's 72 degrees. I'm, I, I can't know. breathe." I know, but it's 72 it's, cold is different than TJ and I. Don't have that problem right now, huh? Do you? No, y'all have a slab. No, but my air conditioner went out. I'm in the process. This oh, did it? This week I have a brand new AC. Get American. Coming. Get American. No kid. No, you didn't get. It's American. about time you got a 45 year old. 28 years old. 28 year old. Did AC. you know we have the exact same one? Yeah, you told me that. Yeah, and you said that mine itself. is going to be that that I'll be blown away by the efficiency <clears throat> of I a new I shouldn't have AC. told you. I should have let it be a surprise. So well. it's actually going to be cold. It's going to blow cold <laughs> air. Well, it's always <laughs> for half the man, money. I'll tell you what, that one I had's been blowing cold. I lived there twenty years ago, and I guess that AC was only eight years old, and it wasn't blowing cold then. No, yeah, it did. <laughs> and it takes the old illegal what R twelve or. Whatever the um, illegal Freon. Freon, yeah, that you can't get. There's only like 700 nothing. pounds left in the world. <laughs> yeah, and, and I got it over in my house. <laughs> garage. Leaking right out of that <laughs> sucker. Shoot, it ain't hurting nothing. <laughs> I don't know why those birds are dead around But I will tell you, I don't ain't know. Ain't no grass that grows around. There are now 381 things at my house that I found out I need to do inside from spending now mouse, mass amount of time inside my house. Yeah. And now I know what my wife is talking oh. about. Here's this, and here's this, and here's this, and there's that. And there. So and I'm I like, was let's just binge on Netflix for a while. It's you got homeowner's insurance? No, I don't need it. Oh, I was going to say, you got, uh, insurance. you got insurance. You just on that don't thing. have. Oh, you, you don't have mortgage insurance. Okay, I'm not or... talking about big things. I'm talking about little things, man. <laughs> a whole uh -oh. bunch of little. See oh, saying? you want me to torch uh, the whole thing? <laughs> And live in a clamper. All of a sudden, you go from 331 things to do to one, find then, a new house. Next thing you know, I'm bear-hugging a propane tank, <laughs> half naked. 
Why do you have uh, to be naked? He never. He does all his mechanics naked. I don't know. Uh, Remind me to never. So I was you. supposed to leave today with Mrs. Graney. We were gonna. I mean, this whole week we were supposed to be in Florida at a, a speaking event, yeah. and of course all that got set aside till some other time. But um, so we thought, well, let's go camping. Her and I thought we'd go camping together. She wanted to go tent camping. Yeah. I know oh, we oh have boy. a camper, we have everything, but she wanted to try out tent camping. And I'm like super excited. Just about can it. you imagine <laughs> right being <now>. camping? <laughs> you God her? saved you. God saved you. That's what happened. Pouring yeah. down rain, stuck yes. in a tent. He is a good Lord. Oh, yes. my God. I know because I started thinking it's not, It's you're not going to be able to go in the camper and turn on a movie. No, 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 no. No. You had to tent. sit there and talk or something. What? <laughs> Snuggle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you have separate cots, so, you know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, well, we'd have two tents, obviously. <laughs> of course, with two separate uh, cots. But anyway, so I went. Uh, so I had to create an account with Texas Parks and Wildlife to set up a camping thing. We were going uh, just outside of San Antonio at uh, Cypress State Park. Um, I forget the name of it, but it, 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 never been there, have no idea, but just yeah. picked the coolest spot and just thought, what the heck, we're just going to throw caution to the wind. And But I went online and I canceled it, and I got charged 30 bucks to cancel it. And normally I get that, but right now nobody's charging cancellation fees. Except for t Texas Parks Well, and no, I, they said you shouldn't be, so I'm kind of in this process of figuring what that looks like. And so, uh, so I'll keep everybody updated on that, what that looks like. I know Parks and Wildlife is doing their best to, you know, manage all this stuff. And we're going to talk uh, later on in the show about um, things that are getting closed and yeah. things that shouldn't be closed. And we're going to talk to our buddy down in Rockport, Captain Gordon Taylor, who, man, you want to talk about there's people coming down there from all around the country. Yeah. Driving down there. Yeah. And, and, not and the cops see them unloading their stuff. And turn them around. And saying, people from New York City <laughs> are showing up there. Families full. And yeah. unloading their stuff into rentals. And the cops were rolling up on them saying, no, 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 no. Get your stuff and go. Yeah. You can't be here. I've been seeing lots of bass boats. We'll talk about that, too, on the flip side. News of the weird. McBride's guns, the way society is pounding on our rights. And, oh, my gosh, if you don't have your firearms now, you just need to go over there. McBride's probably one of the few places got any left. and uh, They can help you with all of it. They're family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. They have a gunsmith on staff right there. They can help you with your personal carry classes. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them at 472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns is our hometown gun shop. Yeah, we will talk a little fishing on the flip side. News of the weird, armed citizens report, all that and more. It's just the beginning of the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You're listening to it live right here. Catch us 24-7, 365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back. 
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse, number one outdoor show on radio. There's only one place in Central Texas to go get that Ram truck of your dreams. That's the Nile Maxwell Super Center. The Ram 1500 is the Texas Auto Riders Truck of the Year, and for good reason. Better performance, more efficiency, and new technology, more than 100 safety features they have dozens of ram 1500s in stock along with hundreds of other trucks and more coming in each day in fact no other dealer in central texas sells more rams super center size selection and savings only at the number one dodge jeep ram sales leader in central texas nile maxwell super center 620 and 183 or austin or just go online to nilemaxwellsupercenter.com for details on how to get that vehicle bought ordered bought delivered right to your very house it's cool man yeah times are a changing i thought it was neat some of the uh, articles and and things that are coming out in the bass fishing world Bassmaster put out a 50 years of bass boat evolution uh, and, that was cool. and it's kind of cool. goes goes through kind of a series of how they've changed the you know, just in 50 years in the bass fishing world, which is pretty much the history of Bassmaster itself, the evolution of bass tournaments, and, you know, something I'm absolutely ate up with, the changes in the boats, the the way the guys fish, the um, they have a picture that they took, you know, the first bass boat and kind of morphed it into the the new back end of the new <laughs> bass boat, and it's just a really cool you know, look at the changes and evolution in bass boats and was the so was the first one that the one in in uh, Nevada and the boats that they they flew in to Nevada they didn't know what lake they were going to fish yeah so the bass oh, that master, was the class the first bass classic. classic yeah the first tournament I believe it was in Alabama and uh, it was where where Ray wrote. Uh, he wrote on a piece of plywood with spray yes, paint. Spray painted on a piece of plywood, bass Turned tournament out. or something. Yeah, here or something oh, like that. Gosh. And that's how Bassmaster started, and and such a cool you know idea and and revolutionary sport. Something that you can do. You there's not a whole lot of tournaments going on right now because of social distancing, but there's a lot of fishermen. Man, I live eight minutes from. Fayette County now, Fayette County Reservoir, and holy cow, there's some boats. And and I hear one of the ramps is closed and one's open. I'm kind of hearing mixed messages about that. I haven't been out there. Of course, it rained a whole bunch this week. I did go to a, a buddy's private lake this week. And uh, was the ramp open north of? Yes, it yes. was open. I called him and asked him. <laughs> and it was north of uh, Houston. And and man, fishing was dynamite. It was so much fun. I mean, it's just that time of year, you know. I I actually picked up a new technique, you know, something I wasn't super confident in. He was catching fish doing it, so I you know picked it up for an hour and got some confidence and you know a new technique and and that's the time of year that we're in right if you want to learn something if you want to learn how to throw a worm you want to learn how to throw you know certain things you can get bites doesn't mean it's going to be the deal to catch a bunch of fish or the biggest fish or anything like that but you can get some bites new technique just a little bit well, I mean, no, I mean, I'm I just not that. real confident in a in a swim jig, what's called a swim jig. 
I just wasn't real confident in it. I and, never even heard of that. Yeah, it's a yeah. I mean, everybody But I wasn't real confident yeah, in know. it, and and to be able to pick it up and throw it and At catch eternity. fish, okay. and yeah. you know, now I need to be able to cycle that in and out of you know what what those fish might be eating because they were eating it better than any thing else really out there so you know that's i think this whole thing during this downtime is to maybe do things you wouldn't normally do build <laughs> up your foundation right yeah well, speaking lo- of foundation we did pour a foundation at the farm this week really so, yeah Gosh. Uh, con- uh, construction has not stopped no no I and mean, that's that's, that's cool. i mean you can't right people still gotta have a place to live and we got a shortage especially in this area we have a shortage of Places to live for Grass people. Grass keeps growing, and I mean, yeah, stuff's still happening. So, uh, but fishing, I notice there's a lot of bass boats on the water. Perfect way to social distance. In fact, our, you know, we'll talk about it later too. But our governor promotes it. Oh yeah, you know, he promotes being outside and and doing that stuff. A lot of the online websites, the fishing sites, things like that are are changing some of their stuff to. Uh, you know, more instructional. Yeah, uh, well, I'm seeing a lot of a lot, and a lot of the websites that you have to pay for, and we're going to talk about this, you know, uh, uh, more at the top of the hour. But um, a lot of the websites now are doing 30, 60, 90 days free. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to go, and and I have, and I I love that. I love the idea of if you can peel yourself away from your phone, right and read one of these articles or you know well i guess you have to do it on your electronic device <laughs> but, but, I'm, but at least you know, you're I'm, learning you're I'm not just watching saying, yeah. you know if you can go into some of that stuff um one of my buddies mark batterson he's an author uh out of washington dc and he challenged himself years ago to read like 50 books in a year he had this challenge to himself Gosh, that's one a week yeah and oh. I thought, man, what a cool thing to do right now is, and I was thinking this last night, is I would love to do that with Mrs. Graney, like, you know, do, do some some kind of planning or strategy, like this camp out. Yeah. It would have been cool to talk through the whole thing all the way and, and make a plan. You would have been talking the whole time. Yeah. You would have been talking. No, she would have said time. she would have had suggestions, but you know, me and my Yeah, mom. like the Hilton, the <laughs> as the rain was pouring down and it was cold. Sock puppets <laughs> with each of your socks is really people You know, back to fishing. So back no, fishing. and I just think I love I love that um there's that they're investing money in some of this stuff that really that piece like a piece like that is a historic piece. It'll it'll never go away that's some of the stuff like like beefsteak was talking about how there's things that we could do right now that have been needing to get done or things we thought about doing that we can do now and in fishing that's one of them and you know like going even just going through your gear or yeah it's it's funny when you see some of the guys like how many times can i organize my crankbaits you know it's i'm ready to start fishing again you know tournament style fishing that's one thing that I haven't done. I haven't spent any time. You know, I've got a lot of other projects going on, and I haven't spent. Well, and you're so spread out with some of your. I stuff, am. It's you hard. know. Yeah, all my. You know, my fishing stuff spread out, but it's 
It is so healthy to get out. I mean, I took a day this week and just I I didn't answer the phone. I I didn't do anything. I fished. You know, had had fun with a buddy. We stayed on each end of the boat, so we were social distancing. (laughs) Um, You know, and it was it was it's what you have to do. I believe, especially as men and men like us, we're built this way. We can't be Susie Homemaker all day long and sit inside and look at all the projects that need to get done. You've got to get outside. you got to do something. And that was, I think, one of my posts this week on my personal social media stuff was just go do something. Do something. I see so many people sitting inside and, you know, dwelling on this. I can't even listen to the news. The news. You know, I can't even, I can't dive into that. I've got to focus on just being outside and doing something so do it get outside do something you can do that by fishing well so. and i agree with that i think that uh, i think that um there is still plenty of stuff you can do outside there's still plenty of stuff that you can do um i like your thing about hiking, maybe making a walking, plan walking Making some plans if you're indoors. Strategically like planned for the near future. With your wife or your your bat, new bass boat. Hey, we've got to take a break. News of the Weird coming up next. Plus, we've got your uh, Game Warden Field Notes coming up. All that in the first hour. It is the Outdoor Zone. We're live in the bunker. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Welcome back. Man, I just watched the ZZ Top. Uh, documentary documentary on uh netflix and i and i've for the fourth time no (laughs) i've been uh watching them since they started you know because i grew up in houston so i used to i used to see them back in the in the day and i remember the big tour with the animals and stuff super cool um hey archery country super cool too and you know archery is one of those things that you can have your kids doing that um that is super healthy, and they can be doing it in the backyard right now. And when when this is all said and done, they can actually use that to go do competitions around the country, around the state, around oh, yeah. the city, and yep. they could actually even earn uh, college scholarships and all kinds of stuff. And there's only one true archery shop in Central Texas. That's Archery Country. They're uh, they have Austin's only full size range. They have the crossbows. They have Matthews. And the Genesis gear, all the stuff that you need, and there's uh, at the only one, only true archery shop. And you can go online, order it, or call them, and they'll bring it right out to your vehicle for you. Call our buddies over at Archery Country. They're all, they're at 8121 Research Boulevard. You can go online at AustinArcheryCountry.com. AustinArcheryCountry dot com, and get more information from our buddies over at Archery Country. And check out their facebook or their instagram and one of the owners i won't say his name right now but one of the owners 
whiffed big time on a big old pig this week. He's got a video of it on his Instagram. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> now it's time for this week's News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. All right, well, with everything that's going on, the Appalachian Trail is closed currently. Um, yesterday, the Appalachian Trail Conservancy and 29 of the 31 Appalachian Trail maintaining clubs formally requested the official closure of the 2,193-mile Appalachian National Scenic Trail due to growing risk of visitors spreading COVID-19, among other hikers, nearby communities and beyond. The ATC delivered a formal letter to the secretaries of the U.S. Department of Interior and Agriculture. So, another one of those dream breakers for people who... What would you do? I mean, I had a buddy who... who <laughs> Planned multiple quit his Quit his job, yep. his corporate job, drove to Georgia in his Tacoma pickup truck, sold his Tacoma to some used car dealer lot, took the cash, got out, and started walking, and walked the entire Appalachian Trail uh, for several months. You know, I'd get a call every once a month or something from some random number where he'd stopped at one of the little towns and was yep. taking a shower and eating and staying the night in a bed and what happens if that's your life right now if you stopped i mean i know there's only a handful of people that really do that that it affects but still there's a lot a more than you would think right now it's a it you're right it's a big deal it's 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 affecting a lot of people and you know i have just this heart for is that um, not like the safest place you could be out in the middle of the woods away so from everybody the problem yes, is walk, right the problem is that all the non-hikers, all the just day hikers, day hikers, all the people who are just, you know, want to get outside, they just flooded the trail. Uh, well, okay. you know, I was on it Yeah, two, two, three weeks ago before all this stuff got to the level it's at. When I was in Virginia, I was on the trail for a day. And um, but now it would just man, people were just packing on the trail just to do day hikes and weekend hikes and overnight. And that's where the problem was now you do when you start off on these hikes there is a bunch of people that you know they try and tell you hey don't start off on you know march 1st at the trailhead because there'll be a hundred people there do it march 3rd or, or start on a tuesday or a thursday not on you know a saturday morning and try and split it up so but the impact on the trail and and you know i can see there could be potentially somebody going down and going into you know a group of people and there's some stuff but you know really from what i saw most people don't that are serious trail hikers they're not staying in the every once in a while there's a shelter built right. it's just this pole barn kind of thing <laughs> and but the true most of the true hikers that are doing the the hike the through hikes from one end to the other they're not staying in those shelters they're not doing most of that stuff anyway but you do end up getting pretty close with a group of people um, on the trail. But I would think that if you're on the trail already right. and you're not sick and you're five days in. Yeah, how are you going to – what are you going to do, bail out? 
I mean, well, they're just, telling everybody to get off the trail. Wherever you are, they're saying get off. And I'm guessing, I'm guessing. You think they're enforcing that? I mean, you I, think well, they they're closed. They closed all the all the all the um, shelters and places where people stay. A lot of the stores and a lot of the regular stops are being, you know, not letting people come in there. But I'm thinking that if I'd done that, if I'd sold everything and I was on the trail and I was solo. I don't know that I would get off unless they forced me off. I outlaw hiker. Well, there are, there's gonna be. I guarantee you, there's gonna oh, be. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and it just takes me to that whole thing, Cody, where we were talking about, you know, this that there's places that are counties that are closing boat ramps. Right. And what do you agencies that are closing boat ramps? And and I I the Guadalupe River got shut down too. See, and I—that's—that's I, that's my biggest problem. If you—if I mean, if we're going to go here, the biggest problem I have with this virus deal, in and itself, is—is is the mass—I uh, don't know how to say it—mass acceptance of uh, giving away your freedoms. Well, they were we talk- live in the freest country they were in the talking world, about that on- and all of a sudden, we j- in in a matter of two weeks, we went, "All right, freedom's done." Nope, you're right. I'm so- not going anywhere. I can't do anything. I can't go. I can't utilize the natural resources. I can't. Nope, you're right. I'm done. Here you go. Here's my freedom pass. I live in the United States of America, land of the free. I'm done. I know some people are saying and, that, and push, we're just throwing our hands that, up. Somebody push that red, white, and blue His button. Hands up right and we just yeah. we just throw our hands up, and we're just done. We're done. Hey, we uh, give up. Uh, no, people, I fight back. And if you're going to limit me from getting on the water, uh, and absolutely, there is nothing, nothing that I can do that uh, is more safe than being on the water. Yes, I understand. Okay, like I said it uh, several weeks ago, limit my boat speed so my safety is down. Make me wear a life jacket. Do something like that. That's fine. But don't limit me from going out into God's country where I have the freedom to go. And to, and, and I'm not around people. I get it. Limit people into supermarkets. I mean, I get all this. Stay home as much as you can. I get all of that. I understand all of that. But don't limit my freedoms of being an American and doing what I, what our forefathers came here to do, which is to be free and go and liberated fishing. and go fishing and kill stuff, like go it. hunting and fishing. So why do you think did they shut down that because the parks and wildlife is shutting down, or because they can't control how many people gather? They can't put little boat ramp stickers like yellow lines that say "stay six feet away." Do you know how far six feet away is? You and I are six feet away. Hey, that is nothing. You know, it's not this. It's not one side of the room and the other side. You of the room. You never get that close, anyways, on a boat ramp. Well, uh, but yeah, that's the, what I'm part saying. Of the, part of the problem. You can't open your driver and passenger door. Part of the problem is the same problem they had in California and they had in Florida and they had, you know, in a lot of ways on the on the AT, is that people just not following the rules i mean california beaches were flooded with people and you're not going to believe some of the stories at the top of the hour about what's going on along the coast and stuff you mean yeah it's just (laughs) and they're not and so in that and that is 
where well, that's I've been, where the line is when between you know the outdoor guy that respects the outdoors, just the outdoors in general. You know how many times have you been walking through the woods or out on the water and you see a piece of trash, and it's like, who would? Do that. Who would drop that trash there and not pick it up? Now, maybe it just accidentally fell out. Okay, we'll give credit to some of that, but not a lot of it. You know, right. not not all of it. There's there's people, and there's people that are gathering and not following the rules, and there's, you know, and so. But I do want to make a point with what Cody said uh, about us giving up our freedoms. I like how the NRA jumped on that pretty quick with the – Remember where they were saying it's not a sin. Being a life member, you would be on the I've seen my track. hat. This is yes. what I got for being a life member. Yes, right here, this so, hat. Well, but, but what I'm saying is they jumped on it really quickly and went, hey, um, we're going to make sure that this whole thing about saying it's not essential, we're going to bring this up. Because if this happens again, we don't want to be shut down, and we want to make sure it's at the top of the heap that says, Gun stores, ammo, things like that should be open. Well, thank God our governor Abbott Abbott understands that. So one of the things that I love about uh, a lot of different things right now, MyOutdoorTV.com, MyOutdoorTV.com has got a free subscription you can get on there for 30 days. Nine? uh, Yeah, 30. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yep, 30 days and watch all kinds of hunting and fishing shows. But I did want to, some people don't like to give their credit card. There is, if you go there and you say, it says you're not sure yet, you can go and there's pages of free material that you can go watch. I like the tips and tricks page. It was pretty cool. They have everything from fishing to hunting to knife sharpening and all that. And that is myoutdoortv.com. Or MOTV. So you don't have to pay. If you don't want to. Try it. You have to put in a credit card to get your 30 day, but if you don't like doing that, you can go. They've got four pages of free material. You know, the Texas Outdoor Zone, our TV show, was one of the first shows they ever had on My Outdoor TV. Yeah. It should be back again. Yeah, I know. It is. If I could just get it. Off of the DVDs hey, online, it would be. We'd put it on our website for the show. I've got you and show. Sandra out fishing. Austin's. Right? Oh, you watched them? I watched that one. Austin's hottest new restaurant, Shore Raw Bar and Grill. So our buddies over at Shore Raw Bar and Grill are serving regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. And so right now you can get a, a, a specific list of items. They call it their... Um, uh, order on their curbside, curbside. menu, uh-huh. and you can go and go online and order them. Call them or go online and order it, and then just drive by there and pick it up. They have salads, they have their sandwiches, they have killer, killer food on their uh, curbside order. So support our local restaurants and and have a beautiful, uh, an incredible lunch or dinner today over at Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Just go to shoreatx.com for details. Shoreatx.com for details. Go get your song. Game Warden Field Notes up next. Plus, I may release some more Freedom Talk here in the bunker. You get it only one place right here, live in the bunkhouse, in the bunker, and uh, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.
Hey, I'm Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. So glad to be with you. It's the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor show on radio. Still talking, hunting, and fishing, no matter what. Everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends over at Sun Automotive. Uh, Each and every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate they take pride in what they do, and they want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. Uh, Just went over there this week, got the oil changed in your brother's car, and everything was good. Those guys are still operating over there. You still got to take care of your car. You still got to get the maintenance done. Now's the time where you can get some of that stuff done that you maybe didn't have a chance to, but you can go by there, drop it off. They'll, it's a theme. Aren't they, like, protected, like have a CDC protection or of something? Of course. They have all the stuff. You just drop it off, and you'll get it back ready to go, clean and uh, pristine and ready to go. It's uh, it's our friends over at Sun Auto Service. Their uh, family location, the one that we use, is over at 405 West Slaughter Lane. There's one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park. There's one at 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown. And, of course, the Lakeway location at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Just go to sunautoservice.com for more details. sunautoservice.com for more details. Now it's time for this week's Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. So not every note in our Game Warden Field Notes is one that is uh, bad guys getting caught. There's also... Some interesting things happening in the, um, and just in the outdoors in general. And Utah wildlife biologists are seeking 9,000 fewer deer hunting permits to be issued in 2020. Utah wildlife biologists are proposing for 9,175 fewer general season deer hunting permits to be issued in 2020 as buck populations have fallen a bit in the state over the past few years. The plan, which was unveiled last week, calls for 80,725 general season buck permits in 2020. There were 89,900 buck permits available in 2019. It would also decrease doe permits from 2220 to 1,175. As we saw populations grow there in 2015 and 2016, we jumped above what the management of management objective was, Jones said in a video presentation, and we've seen those populations fall off, especially last year. We're back down into the range we're managing for. In addition, he said, biologists like to see 60 fawns fawns per 100 does as a way to calculate fawn production rate the division has recorded fawn populations below that mark after the past few hunting seasons jones said they are jones said they are currently reporting 53 fawns per 100 does in utah overall the state record recorded a little more than 321,000 deer statewide that's 51,000 fewer than the previous year this 
decrease was primarily due to drought conditions in the spring, summer, and fall of 2018, followed by a heavy winter in 2019, Jones said. Deer populations in areas of the southern, southern, southeastern, northeastern, and northern parts of the state showed most loss. So that brings an, an interesting thought for me is as we promote the hunting across yep. across you know especially texas our, our you know you're used to having beef beef steak uh three does and two bucks and you yeah you, i mean you can you can kill just about anything and walks uh yeah. i mean more you got more tags than deer you can hit let's put it that way in a you season. got more deer than tags you can hit <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah that's true i mean it, well that's true but if we pr- keep promoting hunting and hunting and hunting you can't give that same limit to everybody if we grow the hunting population by a hundred thousand and they're hunting in well, the hill country you know, that would be that would be a wonderful thing but the but we got fact a, of the matter is hunting has dropped off so far but that's i mean but i don't think that i mean i don't think it's unrealistic especially in the times we're in now where people are looking outdoors and looking to self-sustain that some of those activities may increase. That'd be, that'd and it's be a an great opportunity. Bounce back. Did you read that deal on the crossbow? Did you happen to read that? Uh-uh. And how bringing the, they believe that introducing the crossbow into all, it's in 35 states right now, but everywhere that it would bring in a new, new clientele of people that to introduce them into hunting. We'll just give you more shot opportunities if they <laughs> added a, a The only thing I don't season. like about the What's, crossbow being introduced into everything, I'm fine with crossbows. Go out and kill, whack them and stack them, baby. But my only problem with it is I don't like crossbows being used during archery season. I don't think it's right for the archers to be competing against guys that are mm-hmm. shooting them with. Well, well that, I, that was the idea is that they were saying it was included in the Pittman Act and the, uh, y- you know, that outdoor archery uh, tax. The IRS was putting them together with the archery. Then we break post. it down to, but then you got high fence, low fence. I mean, you got, when that boils down, we're hunters, hunters are hunters, and we should all be behind hunters. But this thing regulates it. I mean, I, that's what I liked about the article here is that, you know, you're still regulating do based on uh, the environmental uh, attributes of fawn production. And someone's watching over that and helping us understand it. That's to our friends bio- and family members of the community at Nile Maxwell GMC family, our employees and customers are the heart of the business. That's why we're taking extraordinary measures to ensure healthiest possible environment to keep our employees safe so we can provide the safest buying experience for our customers. Shop at home. NileMaxwellGMC.com or shop with us. Either way you shop, we'll make it easy. Check out the next generation 2020 Sierra 1500. This truck is defined by smart details and quality materials that add to your premium driving experience, including best-in-class crew cab, front, head, and leg room. And uh, remember, you can shop with us online anytime at NileMaxwellGMC.com. We are going to make the buying a vehicle or scheduling service as easy as possible. Nile Maxwell GMC, exit 256 in Round Rock, online, NileMaxwellGMC.com. We are professional grade. Now, there's some other states that are following uh, uh, suit with our personal governor here in the state of Texas is... um, you know, said hunting and fishing will not be affected 
we have some crossover with some agencies that are closing boat ramps and things like that. So there's a little bit of frustration there. But uh, some other states, you know, uh, Arkansas, I think it is, you can fish, boat, as long as you use your own equipment during Corona virus so you must have your <laughs> oh, own equipment it. and one place we need equipment is uh farm and ranch store.com yeah, farm and ranch yeah. you don't have to go out of the house to get it you can go to farm ranch store.com and get you know one of the things i was talking to somebody about the hog problem oh yeah and they have all the hog traps the most current state-of-the-art hog traps you could want you've got to go and watch their videos and see what they have for their hog traps. If you got a small ranch or a small farm up to a huge ranch or a deer lease that you need help with on your with your hogs, go to farmranchstore.com. Farmranchstore.com for everything hog trap. Hour one over, hour two coming up next. We are live in the bunker. Yes, we're still got you covered with everything. Hunting, fishing, and outdoor adventure. The number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You're listening to it right here. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. <laughs> 